What's going on, guys, and welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth, and a couple quick reminders to download and play Just Cause 4, Rocket Arena, and Worms Rumble, all offered on PlayStation Plus. You still have time to download those and play those, but we already did Plus Club, so make sure to play those if you haven't already. Come back and watch that episode if you haven't already. If you did, thanks for watching, and uh, tell us what you thought of those games. Uh, we let you know we thought of them in that episode. Make sure to check that out. Um... We don't know what the PlayStation Plus games are for January yet. Every time I type it in, there's some really wild speculation that is almost 99% inaccurate. Anytime I see that, I've actually never really seen anyone accurately predict the PlayStation Plus games. But uh, leaks have happened. We found out that way. Other than that, I don't think they'll... At this point, if someone predicts what the PlayStation Plus games are going to be, I just assume that won't be them. But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, we'll, we'll find out. And when we find out, we'll let you know. But I'm sure you guys will know already. Game of the month is Smite. You guys picked it. We've been playing it. We'll be talking about that later this week. I think Thursday is when that will come out. Uh, so make sure to download that, play that. It's free to play. It's on everything. It has cross-play. So uh, you get nothing to lose. Play that. Come back at the end of this week. We're going to discuss that on Game of the Month. Type in hashtag AskTLGN your comment if you'd like it be considered on TasteCast. We have a segment where we read your comments and reply to them when we do TasteCast regularly, which we will start doing again soon. Um, and uh, yeah, we read your comments. If you'd like that to be uh, you read on the show, type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment. Otherwise, I pick at random. We have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon for anybody who'd like to support the channel further than liking this video, commenting, sharing this video, and subscribing. We're almost at 2,000 subscribers. I think we need like eight more people. Eight more people will hit 2,000, which would be fucking dope. So make sure to hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends. We are almost at that uh, milestone. And I wanted to hit that before the new year. It's going to be fucking close, but uh, it's it's going to be close. So uh, let, let's see if we can make it happen. All right. Uh, Tasty Tuesday. I got two bits of news to talk about, both horror-themed. Very fitting with the end of this year. Um, so let's jump into it. First bit of news, creator of Silent Hill. Where the hell did he go? Maybe back to Silent Hill? Maybe not. Maybe made a new studio uh, via IGN. Silent Hill and Gravity Rush creators' new project will be a horror action adventure game aiming for 2023, which seems so far away. The new game will be ex-PlayStation developer Keichiro Toyama's first multi-platform release in two decades. That's a uh, Fun name to fucking say. Silent Hill and Gravity Rush creator Kichiro Toyama have shared, or has shared, not have, uh, some details of the upcoming debut game from his new studio, which will be horror-themed action-adventure, aiming for 2023 release. That will appeal to Toyama's fans. Toyama's Boca Game Studio was founded on August 13th and announced publicly in December. Speaking with IGN Japan, the acclaimed developer explained that he is working on an action-adventure game that will appeal to fans of my previous work. He explained that the game will include battles and story elements, love those things, in the kind of richly authored worlds you might recognize from his games at Sony's Japan Studio and Konami. 
When pressed on whether this new title will lean more toward the horror themes of Silent Hill and Siren or the cuter anime-styled paranormal setting of Gravity Rush, he explained, If anything, this will be more of a horror-oriented game, but we'll focus on making this a broader entertainment experience rather than a hardcore horror game. It's very interesting. While Toyama has been a first-party Sony developer for the past 20 years or so, he said that this new game will be a multi-platform release. We are developing with PC as the lead platform. Platform. That is very interesting. But we hope to release the game on as many console platforms as possible, he said. Is he talking maybe about VR? I, he's not confirming that, but uh, sounds kind of interesting that they're developing for PC first. I guess all things are technically PC first, but not, re not really. People develop games for console all the time. Continuing, the new title is being developed by a fairly large team, and Boca co-founder and producer uh, Kazunobu Sato explained that they are still in the early stages of development with an estimated target release of or date of 2023. In quotes, it says, we're just entering prototype development, and development will probably take nearly three years, so we hope to get this game into your hands in about three years from now. Not seven? How about eight? Nine years. Let's fucking let's let's work on this game for a little bit. Three years isn't enough. Or two years. Fucking make it faster. Continuing, regarding the studio's foundation, Toyama explained that a combination of remote work during the COVID-19 pandemic and turning 50 prompted him to think about his future and to answer the beckoning call of independence. Uh, he turned to longtime collaborator Sato, producer of the Siren series and The Last Guardian, and Junya Okura. Uh, lead level designer of are on the siren the siren and gravity rush series whom toyama credits with giving shape to his gameplay ideas uh, the three jap or japan studio colleagues set up boca game studio together and toyama as creator sato as producer and akura as game director they initially considered creating smaller mobile games Ooh, don't do that before eventually building up a team of mostly veterans to increase the scale of their ambitions. I took a lot of inspiration from Gen Design, said Toyama, referring to the studio founded by Ico, uh, Ico creator uh, Fumida Ueda, uh, who was yet another Japan studio uh, alumni. Uh, Ueda told me, uh, so much about his experience that inspired me to fall suit. While Boca's first game may be way off, Sato and business development manager Yohei Yo Hart, also uh, ex-Japan studio, there's so many names here, promised that the studio's newly launched Twitter account and Facebook account will show peaks behind the curtain as the team progresses with development. When you work at a major studio like Japan Studio, there's a limit to what you can share publicly. So now that we are free from those restraints, we'd like to take the opportunity to share as much as we can so that the audience can see how the game comes together over time, explained Sato. We hope it uh, might help people not forget about us. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they don't forget about you. I agree. Um, okay, so for anybody who might be new here, uh, doesn't know me very well, uh, I'm a huge Silent Hill fan. Silent Hill is one of my favorite games ever made. Uh, the series is one of my favorite things ever made, uh, only under like Metal Gear Solid. So uh, the idea of anything coming from anybody who's involved with the original Silent Hill is huge. That being said, um, I am I'm stoked for this, whatever they're working on, 100%. Um, 
but I have not I have not played Gravity Rush. I've heard good things about it though. Uh, let me know in the comments if you've played it and what you think of it. But uh, I've never played it. But I've of course played Silent Hill. I played Siren back in the day. Um, so obviously I'm a big fan. The thing that I have to restrain myself from getting too excited for is first off, this isn't going to be Silent Hill. Secondly, um, this is only one of the key people who are responsible for Silent Hill. Something I've talked about many times is uh, uh, Silent Hill and and what it was, uh, what it did was a product of the time, place, perfect storm, uh, lightning in a jar kind of situation. You know, the right people, the right team, the right music by Akira Yamaoka, um, just the era in gaming. Um, in style, everything. Everything just kind of culminated into what Silent Hill is. Now, obviously, they're not claiming that this is going to be Silent Hill. I'm just giving you my thought process on how I have to reserve myself from instantly fanboying over somebody who was responsible for Silent Hill and how that does not necessarily affect my hype on this outside of that he was involved with that. And uh, that that is cool, but, you know, my, my Silent Hill... Um, hype, my 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 fandom of that series can't really come into play on this too hard. That being said, um, you know, he's done two horror games already, um, series, and, uh, and Gravity Rush, which I can't speak on, so I am very excited to see what they do. I am glad that they are making an action-adventure game, but also horror-themed. Um, that seems to be right in his element, and so I think people should really stick with what they're really good at. Also, challenge yourself, but definitely if you are good at something, um, you know, push on that a bit. And it seems like that's what they're doing here. I'm really stoked though that Boca Studios is a uh, is not like a large developer, but they're not also like a small developer where you shouldn't really get too excited. It says that they're a fairly large team. Um, that's really good to hear because. That gives me hope that we are going to get like a full ass game, something that seems robust, not like some little baby indie game by the guy who made Silent Hill or a fucking mobile game, like he said. That would have been awful. Um, might have been cool, but again, I for anybody who might be new here, I'm I'm not a mobile fan, specifically like phones. I I could not give a shit less. Uh, every time I play a mobile game, I just, I try to, I, I'm very open-minded about it. I go to play it. And by the time I'm done with it, I'm like, dude, this is fucking, the market is just a different beast. It's not, it's not the same as, as gaming on a console. So anyway, I'm glad that they didn't do that. I'm glad they're going for a PC and console release. Uh, that makes complete sense. And yeah, sticking with horror is really cool. I'm glad that he has two other people working on this who are involved with prior projects and people that he respects. It sounds like they got a really good team uh, built up here. Uh, people from uh, you know Japan Studio and um, Team Ico. Uh, it's a great mix. And I think they're going to definitely deliver on something worth paying attention to. It's hard to kind of speculate on what that is though i mean action adventure that's the most fucking broad brush you could ever paint with and uh you know horror themed cool i fucking i love horror so you already kind of got me sold 
Um, so yeah, very excited for whatever that could be, but can't get too excited. Uh, another thing that they kind of mentioned that I thought was interesting is uh, saying that now that they don't, they don't work for a you know big ass studio, they can kind of post stuff on Twitter and kind of keep people uh, up to date with what the game is, uh, how the game is doing essentially. And I like that and don't like that. One thing that I've kind of noticed has become a theme in the last like four years more than that, like six years, is people start revealing everything about their game or movies before releases. And it's it's a bizarre thing for me. I like the surprise of getting into a game and, uh, and, and you know, unraveling it as I play it. And uh, they're specifically with movies, but with some games now too. Uh, and I get the indie scene. We'll talk about that in a sec. But... Um, uh, well, I'll just talk about it now. Fucking uh, indie games make sense because they're small. They got to generate hype. They got to get people excited for it. So it makes sense for them to be showing off assets, showing off all these pieces because they're building it as they go. With a huge developer, they got their funding. They're going to make the game. But yeah, I, I can't stand that. Like, you know, before a Star Wars movie comes out, they start telling you fucking, oh, dude, there's there's definitely going to be fucking Yoda in this. There's going to be like eight Jedi. We already are telling you the fucking cast. Here's all eight people who are going to play all those Jedi. The story's going to be about this. It's going to delve into this story. Oh, this is definitely going to happen. They tell you like everything about the fucking movie before you even see it. Some games do that too. So I know I'm going to kind of going on a rant here, but, uh, I, I, I don't think they're going to do that, but I don't get excited either when people tell you that they're going to be like revealing much stuff. I'm, I'm, I guess maybe I'm kind of traditional. I like teasers. I like trailers. Um, show off concept art. That's cool. Um, and they haven't said anything more than that. But, um, yeah, I, just, I guess I just had to rant on that. Some people over-reveal things, and I think it really fucking uh, ruins shit. I mean, one case in point was fucking... It's been a while, but it's one of the best examples ever. Uh, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs was shown off so much before it ever came out. By the time I had played it, I felt like I had played it. Um, so anyway, just to be clear, they didn't say they're going to do that. Just thought about it as like a discussion topic of, you know, how much is too much to reveal. And I'm glad that they can show things off. I just... Uh, got triggered for a second thinking about people who show too much stuff i'm on twitter too much i see people revealing way too much all the time uh years out people are like talking about every detail of something before it comes out i'm like dude this is crazy um but yeah anyway that rant aside uh yeah I, i'm excited to see what they do it's a little far out but it's not too far 2023 is not that far away it feels like it's really far away because this last year has been one of the longest yet shortest years ever it's weird it's, it's been a weird year it's felt weird um so 2023 i'm like man that's it feels so far away um so but it's not it's not that far away three-year cycles pretty typical that's what i would expect from most developers making a game so it sounds about in line with what they're doing they've been making games for a long time they know the game they know how to do it um so it makes sense that they would say that and uh yeah can't say much more until I see what they're working on. Hopefully they don't reveal too much, but just enough to get us excited. And uh, yeah, I'm stoked to see what they do, but I can't speak too much until I see it. So let me know in the comments, what do you think about this game being made by Boca Studio? Uh, are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Are you a fan of any of his prior games? Silent Hill, of course, Siren, Gravity Rush. If you played Gravity Rush, let me know in the comments. Is that a game I should definitely check out? Maybe check out, not check out at all. I've heard good things about it. Every time I see it, though, I'm just like, I don't know if that's a game for me. Um, but uh, 
I'm sure it might be. I'm sure it might be. Uh, and yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Are you excited for this? Are you not excited for this? What do you think about people revealing stuff? What's what's your opinion on that topic? Uh, I feel like that's something I could definitely rant on for like an hour. Um, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Second bit of news. All right, about a week ago, Sons of the Forest Trailer 2 dropped. It is the sequel to The Forest, a game that uh, I think a lot of people at this point have played. It's an indie game. It's a horror game. It's first person. It's a survival game, typical of other survival games in the sense that you have to forest for food, build shelter, and stuff like that. But it has horror elements to it. I'm not going to say any more than that. I'm sure you guys have seen it. But in case you haven't and you want to go check it out, play it. It's it's a really cool game. I really enjoy it. Uh, so, yeah, Sons of the Forest uh, is I, I guess the sequel to that. I, I looked up info on this and there's not a whole lot of info. It's a lot of speculation, but uh, it does seem to be the sequel to that game, a game I'm actually a fan of. So I'm going to watch this. We're going to talk about what we see here and uh, yeah, go from there because there's not a whole lot of info. This is by, I believe, End Night, which is the developer. And uh, let's see how much further they take this horror-themed survival game. All right, three, two, one, and go. More crashing out of the sky. More good looking foresty visuals, snow. Very cool to see. Actually like, uh, ooh, that's creepy. Um, I like the change of scenery. Don't like that lady. Got a gun. I like I like guns in situations like this. It's very in theme with the last game. That is uh, some very specific digging. I'm sure a lot of people probably like the music. <clears throat> I like synths as much as the next person, maybe a little bit more, but um, it's kind of weird. I remember the last game having like this like 80s fucking synth wave aesthetic going on. So it looks like building's a little more technical. Oh, dude, there's so much going on. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this after. I gotta go through this piece by piece. This looks really good, though. This looks, um... It looks like the last game, but like in every way, just slightly pushed forward. Like it's it's um, like everything's just a little little better. Um, so anyway, before I, I go through this piece by piece, um, graphically it looked better than the last game, but it looks pretty similar. Uh, it looks like they've added a lot of small things to make the whole thing bigger. Uh, I think I saw when he was building his cabin, he was being more specific about like how big the piece of the log were to make windows or something like that i think i saw that but um but yeah i was saying about the music though um it's not a problem it just seems kind of like thematically different than the last game which is i think is interesting but i also you know worry that people just like listening to a synth go just like stuff like that they hear that like ooh. 80s, um, so I think they're probably playing on that a bit. Unless it is based in the 80s, then it makes sense. I'm just sick of like the Stranger Things thing. Um, so yeah, we got. Uh, I'm ranting a lot in this episode. Why am I so? Why am I so pissed off today? 
Anyway, uh, yeah, more crashing in the first game. Spoiler alert, you, uh, you're in a plane and you crash. And then uh, you wake up and they take your kid and you gotta go fucking find him. There's a meal on the ground right there, which is pretty cool. Um, this is apparently a place you just don't want to crash. Uh, you know, this shot is really fucking nice looking. Um, there seems to be like this almost like um, the, the lighting effect through the fog that looks like really fucking good. Something I didn't notice in the first game unless they added that later. Uh, just to be you know clear about how much I've played The Forest. I've played it quite a bit, but I played like the earliest build and then I played a build recently and it's it's come a long way. But um it's definitely at this point an old not an older, but it's it's kind of an older indie game at this point. And it uh I think it's made on Unity. It's really impressive. But anyway, it uh it definitely merits a sequel at this point. And this looks like it's it's pushing everything that the last game did uh forward, which is very cool. But uh, it's 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 a fun game. I really enjoyed playing it. I love that it's a survival. I, I love survival games. I'm a huge survival game fan. I'm also a huge horror fan. So uh, the forest has a really great um, mix of the two. It also when you first play, you get used to it after a while. But when you first play it, the horror's there. Like it's really fucking creepy. I still remember when this like lady came out of the uh, forest and because uh, you're in the forest and um, they're sitting there going. Rah! like making weird noise and the whole time you're just like holding your weapon like what the fuck is she gonna do and then they come like crawling at you and shit and you hit them and they go climbing up a tree it's fucking it's it's eerie but after a while you just kind of get used to the patterns hopefully they can kind of change up their um behaviors so the snowy area is really cool looking i really dig this uh this look of course with the sequel you want to change up kind of like the you know the setting um i really like this hopefully it brings new um challenges to your survival, which I'm sure it will. Although, like the prior game, it seems like the uh, the mutants are um, not shy about where you're at at all times. Because in this trailer, you're just seeing them constantly. I don't know if that's to remind you that those motherfuckers are going to be present or uh, or what. See this this is interesting because this almost seems story uh, based. This person's just like chilling on the ground. Unless like the NPCs just sometimes fucking hang out like that next to the river. I don't, I don't know. Also crossbow. Very cool. It's kind of cool to see some like um, some weapons like this. Um, change up the gameplay a bit. They uh, look similar but different. The, the, the enemies. Um, foliage looks a lot more lush. Which is really cool to see. Shoot him with a pistol. That's always fucking welcome. This scene's interesting because you see this this uh, woman next to him, and she's pretty animated in what's happening here. I don't know if this is just uh, an AI NPC that's going to be on the island with you, another player, which I kind of doubt, um, or if this is storyline, uh, story playing out, which would be very cool because the first game dabbled in it more than a game like it made in the indie scene would attempt typically. So I was kind of impressed that they were even trying to give you a narrative or anything to work towards. Um, so it would make sense for these guys to uh, try and make the next game they work on more story centric because they kind of touched it a little bit in uh, in the first game. So that'd be really cool. Hopefully this does have like a campaign. And of course multiplayer. The digging is interesting. I think it's interesting that you can just kind of dig out chunks but the, the the building in the last game was kind of 
systematic, but also very mechanical, but also kind of freeform as well. You can kind of like build a foundation anywhere in any way you wanted, but from there you had to build within the confines of that foundation. Um, so kind of smart in the way they did it. So it's interesting to see digging in the sense that you can just dig out like squares. Um, I'm, I'm thinking on a technical level, but it's, it's cool. I'm curious how far you can dig and stuff like that. Seems like there's some kind of like underground base or some shit. This seems like it might be either part of that underground base. Maybe it's a bunker or maybe this is a flashback in the story, which would be kind of cool to see. Like I said, I'd like to see some, um, you know, storyline or campaign play out in this game. Be very cool. Can't read the screen. Something, something going crazy. You make me feel... Oh, it's a song. Gotcha. Beautiful. Got another scene indoors. Getting some Phasmophobia vibes. Where's Phasmophobia 2? Let's get it. Um, he picks up a mask here, which is interesting. Seems like you can... It looks like it's 3D printed. What is that? Is it a 3D printer? Because he's got a little computer here. He, cha he, he picked the color. It seems like you can pick, yeah, it's definitely 3D printed because you can see the little items next to it of what's been printed. Interesting. Now, it also showed a guy wearing, see that's interesting too. He's cutting logs in half and folding them out. And then this is for anybody who's listening. And then also cutting the logs into smaller bits than in the first game. So it seems like you can get a little more technical and maybe like building a window or a doorway, which makes sense. Uh, of course, you see the mutants fucking with your shit. That's what they do in the last game. They just fuck with your shield time. You leave, you come back. There's just like four of them just like fucking with your shit because that's what mutants do. They fuck with your shit. Right here is interesting though. I like that they're actually taking his resources. They're like dragging his log away. They're trying to break his house down. Then they're trying to drag shit away. Right here, we see some uh, couple of very good friends getting real close. Real, uh, real sensual. Beautiful. Guy with a mask throwing what seemed to be a mutant. I wonder if there will be two different groups of people. I'm not sure what the hell that's about. But if you look here, this guy has a mask on, and then you have a mask on. So it seems almost like maybe you can wear the mask as like some kind of stealth element, possibly. This is all speculation. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Got a taser and a fucking finger face dude, finger chest guy, finger body guy. Um... He's tasing him. If I had a taser, I'd be tasing him as well, so I don't blame him. Uh, of course, another disturbing, like, multi-person crawling dude on the ground to the left, and then finger boy to the right, and a stick, you know, use what you got. And then, of course, it ends with Sons of the Forest. So, my overall thoughts is, uh, I'm, I'm fucking stoked for this. I like the forest, um, you could have told me that there's gonna be a Forest 2 coming out, the Forest 2, and I be ready to buy it. Uh, so Sons of the Forest, tell me that's coming out. I'd be ready to buy it. I'm watching this. I'm ready to buy it. I uh, I think it looks like the last game, but better. I've kind of said that a couple times now, but it really does look like they did. They, they took everything that they did in the last game and they just kind of made everything incrementally slightly better. Um, and they haven't even shown everything yet. Um, you know, there, there seems to be a larger emphasis on uh, weapons, as we've seen, like crossbows, tasers, pistols, stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, building seems more uh, robust. Uh, the environment is more varied, which is very cool to see. Um, there's some story-centric stuff here that seems like it might be telling something a little, uh, you know, 
more interesting than the implied uh, story of the first game. And, uh, yeah, uh, mutants doing mutant shit, fucking shit up like they always do because they're assholes and they're really annoying. Um, I'd like to see some co-op unless we did see some co-op there with that person, which I don't think that's what that was. Um, but other than that, looks very cool. I love the snowy landscape. Looks awesome. Kind of reminds me of Red Dead Redemption 2, the beginning of the game, although not as good looking. Um, and, yeah, overall, can't wait to play this. Looks awesome. And uh, hopefully I get to play with people. I played the forest so much solo, and then I went to play with friends, and we barely played it. So kind of sucks. I'd like to maybe dive back into that. But let me know in the comments, what do you guys think about Sons of the Force? Is there info about this I've completely missed? I looked up some stuff, and there just was not much info. So if you have info, if you have speculation, if you have rumors, let me know in the comments below. Did you play the forest? Did you like the forest? Um, how much did you play the forest? As people are like, I played that for 2,000 hours. It's a game you could definitely do that with. Um, and are you excited for the Sons of the Force? Is something in the trailer I missed that I should have talked about? Um, and uh, did you like the trailer? Did you like the music? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming. So always thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check out our links down below for social media. Um, check out our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And uh, we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel. Further than liking, commenting, and sharing, and subscribing, we have eight more spots left in the OG 2000 subscribers. You could be one of them if you're watching this. You'd be like, I was a part of the first 2000. Um, at the very least, help us hit 2000, which would be dope as fuck. It's happening, and uh, I'm very stoked. Um, yeah, till the next episode, which will be game of the month, unless I do some you know bonus episode. Uh, stay tuned. Have a good week, guys. And my name's Seth, and take it easy.